Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap, the only show that actually asks the question, where does he get those wonderful toys? I recently watched the 1989 Batman. Oh. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And the Joker says, like, where does he get those wonderful toys? And it's, there's a cutoff, and he goes, well, don't just stand there, go ask him. Right. But really... We know now, though. Well, do we? Lucius do, Fox. Okay, yeah, but that's got to be outsourced. Like... Who, okay, well, no. in, so in, in Batman Returns, they actually show Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne, working on the Batmobile because Alfred actually says we can't take this to a mechanic. Now, I know in the comics they have Harold, mm -hmm. the uh, sort of mute at one point, um, hunchback, mechanical genius, because why wouldn't you have one of those if you were a millionaire, billionaire? Well, and your guys are car stored in a cave. Right, yeah, so um, and who better to you know work on it than a mute? Hunchback. Um, yeah, well, okay, um, but like they do talk about it a little bit in I think Batman Begins, where it's like we got like a whole like a bunch of these, and there's a, through a dummy corporation, but yeah. like really like who just builds a Batmobile? <laughs> Like, where actually, like, the grappling hooks have to come from somewhere, and I imagine Taiwan, Hong Kong, uh, Hong Kong, Hong Kong uh, China, um, he's not worried about lead paint. Because um, yeah, he gets it destroyed every other week anyway, so. Right, ex exactly. But, like, where, like, how, okay, if I was a billionaire. Yeah. Um, which, I have better <clears throat> fantasies about this than crime fighting, but if I was a billionaire, like, you would have to outsource it and compartmentalize, like, for so much that someone would go, I think I'm building shit for Batman. No. No. I don't think so. Really? No. I mean, you have to have, obviously, someone you trust that knows how to design this shit, right? But then you just have the pieces and parts shipped from different companies. You don't necessarily design it from scratch. I mean, obviously, like, certain parts okay, of it are. But, but like... like Effectively unbreakable, like tungsten steel, like wire. There's stuff that actually, there's, there's real world uses for that stuff. Other than crime fighting. Yes. Okay. Industrial construction. I mean, they don't build giant. And he is. He, it is Wayne Tech, so I mean, yeah. they'd be able to. They could write it off as like experimental shit that they're trying to figure something out with. Do you think he? Okay, <laughs> I don't want to call Batman an asshole, but. Do you think he embezzles, or do you think he, like, puts the money back in somewhere? I think he probably treats it like, uh, like, the, right? gov like the government does black projects. There's just a bucket of money. <laughs> okay. No one really knows how much, because... Which you start getting into with black. Batman, Re uh, not Batman Returns, but, um, Dark Knight Rise, or Dark Knight, just the Dark Knight. Yeah, where it's like, where's where this money going? The accountant notices, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, so there, you just... You create projects that you spend money through, um, that then you decommission, or okay. you know you write off as not working, or you know what was it Independence Day? You really think a, t a toilet cost twenty thousand dollars? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, there are ways to hide money, especially in government contracts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, fucking. Take that was really like one of the questions. Like, I honestly, like, I watched the movie and went, "Well, now hold on, like." I mean, now in the 1980s Batman, like it's not implicit, which in the Christopher Nolan they do actually they deal with it a little bit. Yeah, um, with with Lucius Fox, with the Count in Dark Knight. Right. Um, <laughs> so the man you think so you're gonna the man you're you gonna think, blackmail the guy who's the most powerful one of the most powerful people on the planet. And goes out as a psychopathic, like... Vigilante at night. Yeah, and, like... And beats up people. And, and that's your best plan? Yeah. And the guy's like... Yeah. He actually does. He goes... He goes... When you see it, but like... And then yeah. he goes out on television and says... I'm gonna tell him who Batman is. And Joker's like... You knew. No, you're not. Uh, which is a great uh, twist. But um, what I want to say was... Yeah, like... Okay, so, so that's he gets a lot of his toys from overseas. Yeah, I think so. Batman's outsourcing gets, is what gets, I really want to get to. Well, <laughs> you know, 
He's not making America great again. He's he's buying parts from China. Well, he's making Gotham great again. Oh, of course. But that's all he cares about. He's not making America great again. He's part of the... Well, okay, just, yeah. Yeah, no. He's not. He's, he's basically buying shitloads of parts from all over the world and assembling them in Gotham. Into whatever it is that he needs to have made. To fight Catwoman this Have you week. seen the Batman Lego trailer? Yes. It's fucking funny. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Like, I was a little worried about, like, them, like, him carrying a whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, like, you, you watch the, like, Lego movie. Yeah. Um, which has really been a haunting presence. I just not that long ago. <laughs> um, a couple you years a, ago. Are you a DJ? <laughs> no, it's like, the whole, like, I love being a robot. What are you talking about? You've always uh, been a robot. What's your name? Wild Style. Are you a DJ? Um, anyway, moving on with DC, though. Let, let's talk about a much more somber... We're just going to get right into it? Yeah, I mean, you know, we started off with Batman. We might as well move into Suicide Squad and just get that over with. <laughs> fun fact... That movie sucked. <laughs> I was going to say, fun fact, no one committed suicide. That's true. Well, I mean, technically Slipknot did because he tried to okay. escape. Okay, let's, let's talk about Slipknot just real quick and then we can move on because that's... He was a red the, shirt. He was a red shirt. <laughs> He was Ensign Ricky. Um, he was not heavily promoted, which now we know why. We know why. Um, also, obscure character, also useless in terms of their mission. Like, like yeah. every beat was like, yeah, you're the red shirt. You're Ensign Ricky. Um, yeah. Absolutely. It, like, Boomerang, like, goads him into just, like, going up a roof, and then Waller's like, Brain bomb. Flag, flag did it. Flag killed him. Oh, did it flag kill him? Yeah, flag killed him. Um, with an app, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was it? That's a killer app. Is that what Harley said? Oh God. There were there were there were very many missteps so, on this the, one. The writing, I wasn't impressed. Okay, it's uneven, but it's fun. I do want to say that, like right it off was, the bat. It was fun. I'll give it that. Um, um, there were parts of it that I enjoyed. But overall... But for DC taking... I'm sorry. Overall, the story was disjointed. I honestly didn't see that Enchantress... Massive spoilers. I'll write it at the beginning of the episode. Um, That Enchantress was the bad guy, girl. I I knew she was. Really? Honestly, thought they were going to hunt down the Joker. No. Which, we'll get into the Joker later, because I have opinions. I've got a whole fucking laundry list of shit wrong with him. Um... (laughs) Uh, no, I actually don't. The story was disjointed. Um, it wasn't act- even, but... The, the acting... Margot Robbie was really good. I liked her. Uh, I didn't I, like the way she kept changing accents. Did you notice? Like, no. I, Emily and I both noticed that. She'd have like a Jersey accent, then no accent, then then a Boston accent, then a Jersey accent again, and then back to no accent. Like it would come and go. It, it was really obnoxious. I don't want to rewatch it, but I kind of do want to, based on that. Um... I liked her. I mean, she was trying to do. She was, and Paul Denny came out and said, like, she nailed it, which I think she did. I mean, ultimately, ultimately, as Harley Quinn, I have my issue with them over sexualizing her. Like, I, her, from the comics, from, well, not even the comics, from the uh, animated series, she's gotten her, well, her costume has gotten sluttier and sluttier. And I'm not okay with the over-sexualization, which they did do in the movie, which I was not happy they, with. They did, uh, even to the fact where Joker handed her off to some guy that he wanted to get angry at. Like that whole Johnny scene Frost, the, yeah. Scene in the club where he's like, mm-hmm. oh, you like her? Huh? He was sharing her. Yeah. And then get pissed off. Because she's an object. Yeah. She's a thing to be traded. It's not okay. Right. Joss Whedon would have written a different movie. Which we'll talk about Just Whedon later. But, um, um, <laughs> what? So, the other thing that bugged me about it, by the end of it, so Enchantress started off really fucking cool. That scene where she walks in the, uh, off the, the office with all the DOD people and she puts her hand on the table and she says Enchantress and that the black hand comes up and, and the, flips. Yeah. That like, was I was like, oh, cool. she's gonna be fucking like Nightcrawler next month too. This is gonna be fucking awesome. It was really cool. And then it wasn't. And then she got her powers back from her brother or whatever. And then she... Incubus. 
Yeah, and then she turned into like a a CGI nightmare by the end of it. Where a she was CGI all, belly dancing nightmare. Yeah, like, like it. The CGI looked like shit. Once again, over uh, over sexualized. Like, like we had to throw like tits in this. Like yeah, I and they did. And don't get me wrong. Like the, the actress that played her is a beautiful girl, but but wrong move. Yeah. I mean, really. Um. Because the, the, well, the actress, I guess she's more of a model. I think this was her first real acting role. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's a Victoria's Secret model or some shit. Uh, and she's Australian as well. Or British, maybe. I don't remember. Um, she she's had, a furner. She and Margot Robbie apparently got along really well, would drink together and, and tell each other story, explicit oh, like, stories. Oh, like, like uh, a whiskey tango foxtrot. Yes. Yeah. Um, to bring up a movie that's better than that one. Will Smith... I okay, hold on. Before you get into Will Smith, I gotta say they nailed, uh, they nailed Deadshot's heart. They did. Um, that it's his daughter. That's a thing in Suicide Squad. That's a thing in the Secret Six. Um, I'm coming from a comic fan's point of view, obviously. Um, but they nailed that his daughter is his heart. Um, Agreed, but at the same time, they, and I, I like the way Will played him. Yeah, like, I was a little itchy about it, but, like, the whole, like, when this mask comes on, people die, and you're like, yeah, you're a fucking assassin. You don't need a mask to say that. Um, Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, I liked liked the way Will Smith played him. Yeah. My issue with the movie overall was that Will Smith and Marta Roby and Jared Leto, for some stupid fucking reason, were were supposed to be, like... Obviously, they're the bigger actors, right? Right. But because those three were in the movie, all the other characters had zero development. Mm-hmm. Killer Croc said maybe four lines the entire fucking time. When he did talk, it was impossible to fucking understand. I mean, it was worse than Bane. Oh, um, uh, the initial Bane. Yeah. After, before they fixed him. Yeah. Now, um, well, not fixed him, but... I mean, it was... But, like, no, like, I, I completely... Well, okay, I'm, I'm going to piggyback on this one. Go for it. Um, that after I saw the movie, I really wanted more, and I know I'm a comic book fan. Um, I'm a huge fan of uh, Captain Boomerang as a character. Um, I wanted to see more of Boomerang, and I wanted to see more of Killer Croc, as opposed to focusing on Deadshot and Harley. And I wanted to see more Katana. I think yeah, absolutely. Out of all the characters they could have done a really cool backstory piece with, they didn't do She killed her. her husband with a sword. The end. No. Actually, that's not what they said. They said that her husband was killed by that sword and she was hunting down the man who had killed him. Did she ever find him? Yes. Mm-hmm. When, when she first got on the plane and they were all flying off to the city, they gave her like a brief flashback and she was in some place in Asia fighting people with the sword and she found the guy and she killed him and that was the guy that apparently killed her husband. Okay. You don't remember that part, do you? No, because it's <laughs> fucking... Like, they make it seem so inconsequential. It was like 30 seconds. It was like nothing. Yeah, like like the side... I don't want to say the side characters. Um, that's but discounting. they were. The squad. In like the... Re- the squad. Well, we're going to call them the squad because no one committed suicide except for maybe Slipknot, which was... <laughs> he was kind of pushed by Boomerang. Um... But, like, you know, I, I've talked about it on, um, when we talk about the Justice League stuff, mm-hmm. um, the Justice League animated, where they had the Task Force X mm-hmm. episode, which is effectively Suicide Squad. It is Suicide Squad. Um, and, like, you've got Boomerang, who's, like, he sets off the metal arm because he's, like, I don't want to give up 25 cents. Like, he's frugal. He's a Scott. Yeah. Um, that's eerily... So, is that racist or bigot? It's, I think, I it think doesn't, it's just a stereotype. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, but like, I wanted to see, and they did get into some of that with uh, Boomerang, that he was effectively a coward. Mm-hmm. Um, which... And the pink unicorn thing was stupid. Yeah, no, that came out of I read, nowhere. I read where that came from. Apparently on the set... Um, one of the scenes, they had the dolls, which which they obviously didn't use in the, in the final cut of the movie. But if you watch if you watch the trailer again, there's a scene where they're going somewhere and they're shooting stuff up and like stuffed animals are flying around and shit. That 
pink unicorn was in that scene, well, and they just decided he needed a fetish for a pink unicorn. What pisses me Here's off. Here's the thing. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> what pisses me off the most is that they stole it straight from Deadpool. Like, well, yeah. Okay. Like, not even that long of a time period in between. No, February. Like, hello. <laughs> a out of character, and B like. I've already lost my original point. Um, pointless. It was a pointless fucking thing, and they never did anything cool with it. They could have made it funny, though, and showed him, like, stealing from Deadpool. Like, Deadpool's sleeping, and he goes in and steals the unicorn. No, Deadpool. No, Deadpool. Oh, you mean Deadpool. Because or he no, has that scene where he's masturbating, well, but they masturbating still with the they unicorn. Could, they could have made an allusion to it. They could have. Especially since Which would have been great! Because he's like, a thief. Which would have so, been a great jab, like... Yeah. Like, a little poke they, once again, okay, so here's the, well, before we get to the Joker, um, it could have been a great movie. It could have been. I think there may have been another version. No. That oh, that was my point. Was that, uh, David Ayers, the director, said yeah. the cut that went out. Was the director's cut. Was my cut. Yeah. And I'm going, are you're out of your fucking mind. There's no way there's not 40 minutes more. Oh, there's shitloads more. They've talked about it. I mean, they've apparently cut... Jared Leto had seven minutes of, of screen time through that entire fucking movie. Which we'll get As to. the Joker. Um, apparently, though, they filmed, like, shitloads more between him and, and Harley. Um, they cut it all out. Actually, Harley's backstory, like, worked really well. I like seeing, seeing her in the old school jumper. Like, that was cool. Did you, the, the mad love yeah. note, where it's like the all black background, yeah, the just, very Alex Ross. It was just Joker and her, and she was wearing her fucking It's the, the mad love cover. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I loved that they, and they did say, like, there would be a nod to her original costume. And there was and another like, one when she pulled it out of the box. When they were, when they were changing, when they were all getting their gear, what, she pulls it out of the box, and then she gets the big mallet and smiles. Ah. <sighs> But she really, you know, despite like inconsistent um, accents, which I'll have to rewatch. Mm-hmm. I don't want to rewatch, but I will. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I've got friends that haven't seen it yet that I'll go with. Um, once again, Paul Denny said she nailed it, and I I agree. I think overall she did. I think she pulled. I think she pulled off the Arkham uh, the uh, the Arkham Asylum like. Uh, video game version of her. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Arlene Sorkin was the voice for the first one, I was hoping she'd be or more. Or a second one. I, th- I was hoping she'd be more like the 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 cartoon original Harley version. I guess. She kept calling funny. people Puddin, and it was like, yeah, uh, like no, it's just supposed to be Joker. You can't call other people Puddin. Well, and Deadshot says that. It's like, don't call me Puddin. Yeah. Um, it made me want to rewatch um, Assault on Arkham, which is the animated uh, movie based on the um, yeah the video game uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Island, um, Arkham Island. Knight, all that blah blah. Yeah, all the games. Um, Arkham City. Yes. Arkham City? Yeah. Yes. Um, um, and I kind of said that like you know you do in that in that uh, animated version have Deadshot. Banging Harley mm. Quinn and her going Yahtzee when she yes, comes. Yes, you do. Um, um, I, you do have that chemistry between Will Smith and and Margot Robbie. Yeah. But I don't think you should rely the movie on that. No. I and think, that's what they did. I think uh, for a part of it, Killer Croc was in there purely for story. I mean, and at the end. Uh, so we could like you know he go was, underwater. He was, he was, that was it. That was the only thing he did the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Um, El Diablo and like and like grill and like like go at people. El, El Diablo, I really liked his character, but like he turns into like a weird Incan god, yeah. like out of nowhere. Who just suddenly loses his power? Like he's fighting the guy, but as he's fighting, he's like falling up. He like he turns into the god, right? And he's all flaming and pissed off uh-huh. and angry. But as he's fighting the brother, uh, Incubus, Incubus, he uh, he starts losing. Like his energy, like his his flames start fading, and it's like almost like he can only be that god for a certain period of time, and then he dies. Oh, spoilers! Oh, well, right. <laughs> Not that we haven't just spoiled the whole fucking movie. Um, 
So I really liked him. I wish they would have done more with it. I think they could have done a lot more with Killer Croc if they could have figured out how to have him say things that were understandable. Um, and or in English. Like, yeah. He. Um, Katana, same thing. I, she did say yeah, more Katana. than. Katana. She could have been a really cool character. They could have had a lot of like it was. Stuff with. It was once again. It's it's the same problem they f- they came into with Superman versus Batman, which they tried too to many too characters. They're trying to play Marvel's game. Stop doing it. Just make good monies. Uh, good monies. Good. Well, you'll make good money, but just make good movies. Yeah. You won't. You might. You won't make the money on the front end the way Marvel is. But you'll make it on the back end because you're making better movies. Because you're building up to... I mean, Marvel spent years building up to Avengers. So, DC should just take a nod from... um, Okay, I'm sorry. Like, from Marvel, yeah. And go, I'm sorry, don't try to cram in all this shit trying to catch the Avengers. No. Just do a Batman, Superman, Flash, whatever it is. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, yeah, exactly, which looks great. Looks great right now, but there's already rumors of that movie being all fucked up, too. For son of a... Okay. But, alright, so, um, the major parts they should have... The the story was in complete shambles. Yes. Starting from the very beginning of the formation of the squad, when she's like, we need metahumans to fight metahumans. Okay. Well, only one of the people on the squad was a fucking metahuman. Mmm, no. Who? Yeah. El Diablo was a metahuman. Harley's not. Deadshot's not. Well, Killer Croc. Killer Croc's just a... He's just a... He, they said he wasn't a... Well, that's a giant mutation. He was, yeah, he was a mutation. He wasn't a, a, a metahuman, according to the way she described him. Um, Boomerang, not a metahuman. They're just all... People. People that are really good at small stuff. things. Like, Deadshot's <laughs> good at shooting. Or... But he's not a metahuman. Enchantress, who was originally on the squad, was a metahuman, sort of. Mm. She got possessed by a spirit. Shazam! Actually, she gets possessed by a spirit, so she wasn't even a metahuman. She was just a girl that was... No, she was Jane Doe. She was Shazam! Yeah. <laughs> um, She's female Shazam. Yeah, you're kind of right. Like, as, as, as my joke says, like, you know, no one on the squad committed suicide, like... There was no one that was a metahuman on... The other thing that pissed me off, half the shit that was in all those trailers weren't in the fucking movie. The bar scene, bar scene that they showed the trailer wasn't what they showed in the movie. Mm, wasn't it? Nope. They walked in the bar, that whole thing of like El Diablo saying I'll have water wasn't in the, wasn't in the oh, movie. Oh, you're right. Harley never, Harley never poured any of those drinks. Like, Will Smith never made the comment about what am I, a fucking kid? Remember all that shit in the trailer? None of yeah. that was none of that was in the movie. Half the Joker shit wasn't that was in the trailer wasn't in the movie. So let's, let's let's talk about Joker. The Joker. Either he didn't need to be in it, or he needed to be in it all the time. He should have been the big bad. Thank you. Like not, I said, like what I thought was the plot was like them hunting down the Joker after he escaped from Arkham. Which probably would have made a better fucking story. Uh yeah, great. <laughs> At least then you would have had this. Imagine like, the Joker fighting Enchantress. You would have had this, you know, weird con- con- confliction in Harley of, you know, oh, she has to do what she's being told to do because she's got this bike bomb in her head. At the same time, she has to hunt down, you know, the guy she weirdly guy she loves, psychotically in love with. I love that. I will say, I will love. Uh, I, I do love the part where like they're walking through Arkham, and she's like, "I know the codes. I didn't know that. I worked here." As what? A psychologist. That was a good moment. That was a good moment. Um, apparently, Harley was responsible partially. Her little, you know, they flash cards for everybody as they were introducing him. Mm-hmm. Did you see where they said Harley was um, assisted in the killing of Robin? No. Yes. Which implies look, they're talking about that. Um, you're going to get into the new the new Bat movie with. Ben Affleck and, and um, not Goyer, but um, Johns. Uh, Jeff Johns, yes. Thank you. Um, um, that They're going to get into I the... I hope they do. 
I hope they make it a prequel to all the Justice League shit. Well, it's going to show how Batman got so dark and it was branding people right. and all that jazz. That could be a dark night. That, that could be the dark night. Um, or at least part of it because they can't take the whole Superman Batman thing again. That was that worked no, out like shit did. the first time. They um, did shit the bet on that one. Yeah, they did. Um, but so Harley was was assisted in the killing of Robin, and then a, the the director came out later and said that the reason Joker has a grill is because after Robin was killed, Batman knocked out all his teeth. That's like fucking Batman metal. punched him and knocked out. That's all his fucking teeth. metal, though. I mean, like. <laughs> But the Joker was so stupid. Jet, for as much shit as everyone's like, he was so crazy. I'm like, where? Here's, here's where my it? issue. Critically. Look, here's my issue. He growled. <clears throat> a lot. Here's my issue. <laughs> Check this one after uh, Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero did a great one, too. Yeah. Like, define the Joker. Check uh, this Define the Joker. Heath Ledger. Define the Joker. Like, yeah, different versions of the Joker. What did well, Jared Leto bring to it? Fucking nothing. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't the Joker. He just wasn't. He was a fucking gangbanger with green hair. That's like, not the Joker. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, he didn't no, bring no, anything to it. He was no clown prince of crime. No, he, he was not. The imagination. He was a clown, all right. With <laughs> 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 a drop in. <laughs> no, I mean, like, he growled. He had a handful of fucking pimp rings and a cane at one point. <laughs> like, the Joker was never about money. And then went to break out like Harley Quinn. Like, like, the Joker was an agent of chaos. Like, that's what he was. Okay. He broke her out at the end of... Spoilers. Oh, Suicide Squad. He broke her out at the end of Suicide Squad. Why didn't he do it at the beginning of it? He was trying. Oh, you mean... Well, no, because in the beginning of it, he was still trying to find out where she was. Remember? Oh, yeah, can't. And then right, right yeah. as he found out where she was, she got shipped off to go fight. But like, either the Joker's like either not in it or not in it enough. Yeah. There are your issues. Oh, and did you notice how Will Smith ran out of ammo really quick? <laughs> well, he ran out of fake bullets. He ran out of the wrist guns really quick. No, he no got more ammo. No, he had his he had his one rifle that was slung across his chest and hung up front of him, and he used that a little bit. But he apparently had one magazine for that because, like, after he shot at Harley, he didn't use that gun anymore. He had two more Glocks that were full auto Glocks that he tried killing the Enchanters with, and that was it. He had no more guns, and he wasted all of his bullets. Killing the weird zombie, whatever the fuck those things were in the very the beginning. The Incubus soldiers. When, they, when yeah. they first got to the to the city. And Boomerang, the only thing he fucking did other than be retarded. Don't knock Boomerang in my... I, you know what? The in the movie, movie, yes. Having the flash popped up was cute. Um, like, but in the movie... Yeah, but like the flash popped up, like, I beat him. Yeah, pretty much. And it was like, really? Well, That's how you're going to like... It was a little flashback. That's all it was. Um, like but it. in the movie, Boomerang was useless. What did he do? He had a Has dream. Boomerang been in the like, Flash TV show? show? Yeah. Oh, with the Arrow crossover. Yeah. Shit. Which was a much better Boomerang. Exactly. <laughs> with like, my point. The guy was fucking deadly. What Boomerang do in the Suicide Squad? He blew a Boomer drone and looked at it on his watch or some shit. And drank an energy drink, well, or a beer or a whatever beer. it was. I think it was beer. Like, well... Fucking off, which admittedly would be more boomerang than the one we saw on, yeah. on WB. Um, CW. What did I say? Oh, C-W-B. I said WB. Um, CW, yes. Um, so yeah, extremely disappointed in that fucking movie, and I guess I should be surprised since this whole universe started with Man of Steel, which I'm sorry I didn't like that movie. But they I didn't do. even have, and I they didn't have an inkling of making a universe, and that movie became the beginning of a universe completely retroactively. And maybe that's part of the fucking problem is they're all trying to like tie back to this first movie that Zack Snyder had a part of. But I mean, the movie wasn't. He's any now good. been pushed back to not even executive producer, but producer. 
Now, there's the question, like, okay, you have DC failing twice in one year. Yeah. Twice in one year. Losing a lot of money. W, Warner Brothers. I mean, there are a lot of people, like, yeah, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is losing, I mean, I don't know how much, because they still have yet to announce how much the movie costs to make. Suicide Squad will probably make them a little bit of money. They They'll still, probably break even. That's true. Probably break even. Because it was something like $800 million they needed. They, they were estimating, again. They're estimating because um, no one knows the exact cost to make either of these movies. But Batman vs. Superman, I guarantee you, lost fucking money. Yeah. Uh, um, overall, yes. Suicide Squad might break even. And there's next to no merchandise for any of these movies. Which, if you want to make you up in the back end, which that's how you fucking do it. Well, that's how Star Wars made money. Look, okay, Star Wars is a movie lost. Think about it, like okay, Warner Brothers, Batmania. Yeah, like let's remember go back when, to nineteen eighty-eight. Batman came out. Like, there was fucking Batman everywhere. Oh god damn it! I had the glow in the dark board game. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, bat cars and. The action figures and I didn't like carve it in the back of my head they like were fucking crazy. some people on the news you, did. There were, there were every Look fucking, it up, millennials. Every fucking fast food chain had some tie-in. Like remember, I mean, there were collectible cups and there were like all kinds of. There was an actual issue with uh, McDonald's doing um, Batman Returns because uh, the Thomas uh, Joker, uh, the the pink one, one two. I talked about on damn. Um, wanted to like drown, drown kids, kids in toxic it's a really waste. Dark movie. But yeah, but like they had the toy rights, so you had the Batmobile that like spun off into the bat. Yeah, it had the little shooter thing out of it. The yeah. bat dick. Uh, I'm gonna call it bat dick. Bat cock. Yeah. Um, like a stunt cock, but bat shit. Stunt cock. Uh, but yeah, like it, 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 yeah. What are we on? <laughs> there's no Suicide Squad merchandise. There's no BBS merchandise. Well, you're not gonna get like the like easy like easy shoot like like dead shot. That'd be kind of cool, actually. The Nerf guns, they could make wrist ro- wrist rocket Nerf guns like that. That would probably sell. Like, I easy. would buy one of those I in would. a heartbeat. Fucking dead shot wrist rocket Nerf gun. That's a million. dollars. But this is training, and 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 I want to look at like actual powers. So. Okay, well, whatever. I want okay. the I, I would buy the Enchantress, like... I should be... I would buy the Enchantress thing, where, like, I break up with the idol and go, that is do shampoo. you give me powers? <laughs> <laughs> is it conditioner or an evil spirit? <laughs> I'll take... Oh. And they could do a commercial where they tame her wild hair with the spirit out of the bottle. And then... Is it worth it? No. Boomerang. It's have, Enchantress. You can have... Budweiser. I did a head thing. Boomerang Budweiser cans. Well, he would go really cheap on that one. Yeah. Or, you know, Foster's. Um, and then you could have... Well, it'd be Harley- Foster's two packs, because Har- you Harley- drink one and then have another. Harley Quinn hair. Like a, Harley like a, like a boomerang. Um, yeah, but they need to fix the colors. That's true. Her colors are not pink and blue. Since when the fuck did they change them to pink and blue? It's red and black. Uh... That, you actually want me to give you a gear on that one? Because I will. <laughs> when did they when did they change her colors? Uh they changed her colors on Arkham Asylum. But she still wore red and black. No. It was pink and blue. Was it? That's really? when she the got over sexualized. Okay. That's horrible. Because she had like the nurse's uniform. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they could sell Harley hair dye and baseball bats, and they could sell. I, I, I really like the idea of that fucking wrist rocket Nerf gun now. I really I, You know what? Like, I would. Okay. <laughs> I'm um, not saying I would wear it in my. They could sell if they made it in my size, killer, as a dude. Killer Croc scuba gear. <laughs> we'll be Crocs Crocs. Oh, nice. Right? Made out of humans. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> out of wear or, you know, do, do croc feet instead of uh, Hulk gloves. Ew. <laughs> but they're made of, like, human skin? No, just fake alligator skin. Okay. And then they growl when you walk. Like a kid's But that's the Joker movie. I'm a secondary character. I'm a tertiary character. <laughs> that's what it says. 
Um, but no, like, if you... Enchantress bikinis. Which <laughs> That's I pretty much wear. all she wore all the time. But, like, you know what? Like, if you if you made, like, a dude's version of, like, Mommy's Little Monster... Yeah. Like, I'd wear it. Like, I'd be like, I'm wearing a Harley Quinn shirt. <laughs> like... I don't want to see you in a Harley shirt. <laughs> well, let's not talk about my trucker hat with Harley Quinn on it. That's different. It's a trucker hat. But I don't want to see you in a little crop top. I'll I'll wear it. I'll, I'll wear it over my cock. That's oh, what I'll do. That great. Yeah. And then walk down Abbey Road. Ugh. <laughs> there's your there's your new uh, variant cover. There's my new variant cover. It's me wearing. <laughs> Harley Quinn hat. T-shirt on your dick. Well, the, the hat. The hat. Uh, well, I mean, the shirt would cover two ladies. Um, wow. So we have hey, so much hey, more hey, to hey. cover. Let's uh, let's ditch the shitty movie. You saw something you wanted to talk about, was it? Um, oh, you want to talk about Preacher. Uh, yeah, the, it's been a couple weeks um, since you and I have met. Yep. Um, I want to talk about the Preacher finale. Uh, you've read the comic. Yeah, I'm fine, but go for it. No, I yeah, like yeah. preface that with yeah. like, you've read the comic, so there's, you're going to appreciate some shit. Okay. Um, so... A couple of weeks ago, or a couple uh, episodes ago on that one, um, Jesse Preacher said, like, serve God. Right, and he did. He used the voice to do it. He did. And it's a different God. It's the voice of the God of meat, which we'll get to in a moment. What? Yeah. Have you not caught up to that? I haven't watched There's that. a meat baby. A meat baby? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's an actual note. Um, <laughs> Meat baby? So there obviously is no God um, in in heaven. Right. Um, God does exist, but he's not He heaven. left heaven. Right. Um, I do want to talk about the Meat baby that, the Meat baby, that uh, when you see Odin and Cannon after this horrible God impression, which I'll get to later, I'm sorry I'm doing this. In a weird... You're doing yeah. a lot of handsy things. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of handsy things. Um, that once you realize there's no God in heaven, um, he effectively cradles his two-year-old daughter made of meat. Because if you watch the show, like he talks about like with the, the cow and the remains of his family, he goes, there's no difference with the... Intestines. Gotcha. Do you yeah, yeah, yeah. know what I'm talking about? Okay. Um, so he worships a god of meat, because we're all effectively meat. meat. Right. Right. Um, it's their way of him fucking a meat woman from the comics. Um, he builds a like ground chuck <laughs> two-year-old and cradles it. It's a meat baby. Is it held together with semen? Like <laughs> it might be. Like instead of eggs, he makes it with semen. Uh, it's well, it's man eggs. So yeah, yeah, eggs, mayonnaise. Ew. Well, no, like that's what sperm would be. Well, yeah, it's I, know. I get it. It's man eggs. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> I thought you said man eggs for a second. I did. Oh, okay. Repeatedly, yep. man eggs. That's what sperm is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Um, so he has a meat baby. Um, while the town is incinerated um, by both emotional and physical fire. Um, spiritually, like, the whole town is broken um, with God not being in heaven, heaven uh, which we'll get to later in a moment. Um so the guy who's like running the like methane release factory, which yeah. you see in the very opening credits of the danger <clears throat> sign, yeah, um, he decides to cheat on his wife with a prostitute, 
uh, and then not pay attention to the methane emissions, and the whole town goes up in flames. Now, you read the comic. Yeah. You know Anvil goes up in flames. Yes. Um, my actual thing was, when I was watching it, was like, it was, we're on the finale, um, was that, oh, I thought Anvil would be destroyed, like, emotionally. Okay. And if you're grabbing one, yes. I'll grab, yeah. Um, and then, like, nope, it's going to be destroyed by fire, because that's how it's destroyed in the comic. The sun guy was fucking a hooker. Uh, oh, she's got a ball gag in her mouth, like, going, is this the right setting? And he's just on the couch crying. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. it's, they're destroyed <laughs> emotionally, plus fire. Um, it's not Genesis, it's not the whole town coming to see Custer and, and all that jazz. Although they do all come see Custer, because he promises God is going to be there. Okay. Let's talk about God. You've read the comic. Yes. You know what God looks like. In the comic, yeah. In the comic. He's a glowing Maybe. father figure. Yeah. So when they summon God in the preacher show, in a video conference. As you do. As you do. <laughs> Call God on Skype. He's got like long hair, big beard, on the throne of God, and gives out very many like, <laughs> just general answers. Okay. And then when Jesse finally uses a word, which you see in the comics, in the comics you see the angel of uh, the angel of the hosts. Uh, I don't know if it's the Blanc and uh, a Fjord. He goes, "Cut the shit." Right. And he goes, "Cut's gone." Like here's the deal. In the show, God is like the most. Think about like the most. Stereotypical god you can think of. Like, actual god. Okay. Like, like an old man. Like, like bad beard. Yeah. Like, cotton balls and, yeah. like, just glued to your face. Yeah. That's what an angel's doing. Because they want to pretend to be god. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Jesse goes, with the, with the word, with, with the, the voice. voice. It's the word. Yeah. You've read the comic. It's the word. Where is god? And the angel goes... I don't know, he fucked off, like, and he goes, you heard him, like, he made me say this. So now you've got the seraphim involved. Stuff, right. Um, but apparently everyone in town is dead, uh, okay. which I think Kim Cannon will come back, I hope. Our space. Our space is, well, have you watched the series? I've seen it, I've seen our space in the, in the series. Well, our they space don't call is... Them our space, but yeah, they do. Well, they kind of They do. get there. They <clears throat> get the ours for his face. Um, our face is in hell. Oh. Okay. Because Jesse went with the word, go to hell. Oh. Um, and he disappeared. Yeah. <clears throat> and his dad, Sheriff Root, is wondering where Eugene is. Right. Yeah. Um... So we'll see. Next season, like I said, we'll start with, the, uh, I hope, the actual comic. Yeah. Um, it The season ends with how the comic started with them in a diner going, a <laughs> literal, literal search for God. Yeah. How does this work? Um, but Jesse knows that Cassie is an actual vampire. Okay. As does, uh, I want to say Ruby, but it's uh, Tulip. Tulip, yeah. Um... And Cassie knows that he might have fucked Tulip. All right. Um, I got to move on. Um, Preacher finale. Phenomenal. Um, if you haven't seen the fake God impression, um, I'm in. Okay. Um, let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about the Star Wars trailer. Ah, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yep. I don't know why I said in that weird voice. I have an idea. A Star Wars story <laughs> we'll talk about. Yoda's not in it, but Darth Vader is for like half a second with the back <sighs> of his head. He breathes once. But he's looking at the, the same 
uh, Death Star like imagery that they had in the original movie, where it's like the trajectory of how it fires and mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. um, it looks like majority of the fight, the majority of the movie anyway, it looks like at least in the trailer, um, takes place on Jeddah or Jeddah is the name of the planet, that desert planet, which is where apparently I, I'm I'm basing this off of reading articles about it. Um, is where the crystals that are used to make lightsabers come from. The Folgers crystals. Yes, yeah. the Folgers crystals. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Let's see if they can tell the difference. <laughs> apparently, it's the same crystals that were used to power the Death Star. Okay. Um, so they're harvesting these crystals, I guess, in the movie to power the Death Star, focus the Death Star, whatever. Um, so I guess that makes the Death Star a really big lightsaber. Um Gee, what a shock, it's a giant dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but like, it's effectively a thing coming out of a ball shit. Okay. They did show off the new um, U-Wing fighter. That's that, the spaceship that she's flying in. Is a yeah. Uh, they showed a couple of X-Wings, t- weird TIE fighter things. Uh, the, the X-Wings flying through like a, <clears throat> not a swamp, but I mean like mm-hmm. a highly... Some kind of mountainous slag mited, yeah. yeah, with lots of fog. Um, maybe I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'm sorry, slag tight. <clears throat> they still haven't, I don't think, given away. There's some good fight scenes that, that they show off. Um, and then you have, you have a conversation between the main female character and the whoever the black guy's playing. I can't remember the character's oh, name. British, the black guy's not British. Uh, the guy from Shadow Dog, not Shadow Dog. Um, I know, yeah, I know Shaw. Yeah, yeah, I can't the remember his name though. Jim right Jarmusch movie. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Forrest Whitaker. Yes, him. Um, and then there's a blind guy. Stick. Kind of like stick. He has a stick. Whoa. Um. Phrasing. He so so the backstory I've gotten on him so far is that while he is not force sensitive, he believes in the force as a religion. So. Um, well, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It looks like it be real. It better be really fucking good. Um, I think it will be. I hope so, because this will be yet another Death Star movie. If you think about it, which well, it bridges the gap between Episode Three it does. and Episode I mean, it Four. It has to have the Death Star in it. It, it can't not have the Death Star in it if it's going to be taking place when it takes place. So, and be about what it's about, which is. The Bothan spies, many of whom died. Um, so you know, a lot of them died. Yeah, many, many Bothan spies died. Anyway, uh, so I like that they have the uh, ginger, uh, bullheaded chick, like as Mon, the, Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. Mon yeah. Mothma. Yeah. And she looks just like the Mothra. She's like spitting Save image. Save us, Mothra. She's spitting image of the actress that played her in the original movie. Is that not the original actress? No. Holy fuck! I actually thought that was. No, they found a girl oh, they, who they, was just like her. her, like fucking X Men Three. Nope. Holy fuck! What a weird niche yeah. to fucking like. I look. I look like her from. What was that nineteen? Gonna be eighty two. Was Return of the Jedi? Was she not in Empire? She was in Star. She was in the original Star Wars. So seventy-seven. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we should move on to Mister Robot before we run out of time here. Oh uh, yeah, because you and I have. Because we have a lot a... to say on, on Mister Robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. So the first act. Let's let's stop for a second because the last time we left. When we left Elliot last time, he was getting the shit kicked out of him by a bunch of new guys. The last time we actually left Elliot, he was hacking the FBI. No. Remember? Oh, yeah, yes. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So we're like two episodes behind right. so, this episode. So he decided to hack the FBI. He does that. Which. So he starts doing that. <clears throat> and it shows a fair amount. Like, not uh, hack the FBI. That, that particular episode I wasn't really impressed with. Um, it was kind of, it felt like a, not a filler episode, because it wasn't. It was just one of those ones where they had to progress the story in a certain way, and that was kind of that episode. Um, well, you find out, well, like, what Craig Robinson is into. Yeah, he's doing the Silk Road. It's like the next version of the Silk Road. Um, and then 
at the end of the ep at the end of that episode, um, they've convinced Angela to help them hack the FBI with a femtocell, which mm -hmm. would work. Um, they've uh, and, and Elliot is getting the shit kicked out of him by Craig Ferguson and all of his minions. Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Sorry. And, and all of his... Craig, Craig Ferguson. Ferguson is the... Uh, the British comedian. <laughs> Whoops. Scottish. Oh, Scottish? Okay. Well, <clears throat> the UK comedian. Um, no. <laughs> not according to Scotland. Well, that's true. Not anymore. <laughs> they went out now. And they're like, oh, wait, you're leaving the EU? Fuck you, we're leaving you and go back to the EU. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah. Moving on. Moving on. So, it's not a good day for America. So then it's, it's, this, it's this week's episode starts off with this weird... 80s sitcom thing with like thing is exactly the way I would describe God. it well, so when it first came out I'm like what the fuck and then as soon as I realized what it was doing I'm like okay cool I get it like he's in his own head and this is how they're protecting him from having to experience well I didn't pain. put that together initially but it took me a few minutes um, but you know it's him and his sister and his mom and his dad and they're on the family road trip and there's a laugh reel that he can hear. Angela, Only he can yeah, hear. Angela is working at the E-Mart which they rob. <laughs> um, after his mother sprays her in the face with mace. Uh, let's talk about like a few minutes back where her, her his, mom His mom's a bitch. <laughs> violently punches out Darlene. After burning her arm with a cigarette. Yes. Like, it's, the thing is, it's filmed as an 80s sitcom, but there's so much dark shit happening. Oh, it's, and it's still the tone of the show. Tyrell's in the trunk. He was Did the you really think that was, was Tyrell? Yeah, it was supposed to be Tyrell. Really? He was the special guest star. Remember? Special guest star, Man in the Trunk. When they were doing all the credits and the weird do, music. Do you think that's Tyrell? I do. Hmm. Who else would you think it would be? Any other E Corp executive based on, yeah, okay, the, I mean, the fact that it's in Elliot's mind, yeah, yeah, I think it's, yeah. I think it's Tyrell. Um, wow, yeah, yeah. So the, <clears throat> then it goes on. Like he finally gets out. Oh, and the FBI agent went to China to go. Which, that was a weird in the previous episode. Remember she goes. That to was China. the previous episode. Yeah, uh, there was to, a shootout. Yeah, she goes to China. She has this weird interaction with the leader of the Dark Dark staff, Army. Dark Army, yeah. and she doesn't know, obviously, is the leader of the Dark Army, who's also apparently some Chinese head of government. Yeah, he's some kind of ambassador. Um, and she puts it together that right. it's not his sister. So apparently... It's, he's got a... Yeah. But apparently, at some point, they basically figure out each other that, you know, they're off, they're both a little off in the... Mm -hmm. weird whatever sexual things are into and he takes her into his quote sister's room to show her dresses and he doesn't have a sister which she says later yeah which she pays and off on the next episode all the FBI agents get killed except for her by two dark army guys who come in guns a blazing and the weird part is like she refers to them committing suicide as wiping their systems yeah do you notice that like yeah. wiping their memory yeah or, uh, yeah so you can't be, um, mm -hmm. you can't mm -hmm. be, be, uh, in interrogated. But the fact that she refers to it as wiping the memory it's was a little, a little weird. A little weird. It's starting to make me think that she's got some sort of weird geek factor to her that they haven't really delved into yet. Well, like the way that, like, Elliot, like, looks at, like, hacking people to save the world. Um, I think we've talked about, like, she will eventually join. I think so. I think she will join F Society. I yeah. think she will. Or at least protect them. Um, maybe use her position to protect them. But like, okay, I kind of want to get back to this. Uh, the, it, the 80s first act was the most amazing thing was, I've ever seen. It was pretty good. Between the the, the full house font, mm -hmm. the like, do-do-do-do-do-do with the, music. The, the, the credits. I mean, I, I... And the thing is... They kept up the campy 80s bullshit with the quote-unquote darker yeah. like content. Yeah. Like, he was aware that they were bleeping him. 
Um, Which is pretty funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's trying to test it. Um, yeah, I mean, like, that... I, I talked to a, a co-worker about it, and it's like, that's the last thing I would have expected from oh, them. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. From guy. Sam Esmail, yeah. um, which I know is a, what is it, amalgam of, not amalgam. I was, I was killing, I was kidding. It's just emails? Yeah. <laughs> of like, yeah, like email. all mail or whatever it is. Yeah, it's something, emails. Um, it, it's, it's his actual name supposedly though. Weird. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because it's like from anonymous content. Um, in, in the, uh. In the full house font. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway. And they even did the character introduction, like, at the beginning of the... Yeah, like... Tarlene's kissing a boy out of a window. And then, like, she realizes someone's in the room and she pushes him out the window. She's like... Well, she's kissing the guy from, uh... With the CD that works in it. And then Angela's... Like, pushes him off the window. Like, the ladder. Yep. And like Angela, fucking full like, house style. She's crying over her mom's casket and then like tries to smile. And then like tries to, oh god, that was the worst. With the eye makeup running and everything. I was like, oh wow. But like she like tries to smile, but like it doesn't. She's like, mm. Yeah, so now. So I now guess you can't see me that. That episode ended with uh, Elliot being locked up in some kind of room. Uh, next to a water heater like a dog, if you yeah. didn't catch that one. Yeah. Um, and then thanking Mr. Robot, thanking Christian Slater right. for protecting him. Right, so... So it looks like he's falling into him and he hugs him and goes, thank, thank you. Which I think is interesting because to me that's Elliot embracing both personalities. I think so. Um, Absolutely. I don't, which, think it's, I don't think it's him giving up control, but no, I think it's, it's him going... It's embracing this aspect of himself. Like, hey, there's... Yeah, exactly. Like, there's an aspect of myself that's, that's protecting trying me. to protect me, and... Which should make it interesting, because... Not that I think Elliot should give up control, but I think it'll be interesting to see what happens now that they've kind of accepted, they've worked past this this Elliot trying to get rid of them battle they were having previously. That, like, working together, you can... Okay. So, do you think Mr. Robot, as a persona... Uh, was born when he knocked him. Uh, when his dad knocked him out of the window. Yes, they keep they keep referring to it. Exactly. Um, I think that probably jarred his head a little bit in some kind of weird way. And gave him the muscle personality, well, or they gave him the coping think, mechanism. Think murder. of it as a kid too. Like you just got hurt in an amazingly painful and and and. Um, By your dad. Yeah, I mean... Because for betraying his trust, that's something you see in the second season. Because you saw that in the last episode where he goes, right. I'm sick. Don't tell your mom. Right. Don't tell your sister. And you know that he will eventually tell his mom. Right. And then his dad goes, fuck you, out of a window. Well, the way they described it previously was that it was an accident. Like he shoved It him. wasn't he was an angry accident. and he shoved him. And uh-huh. wasn't paying attention, and, and he went through the window. Um, yeah, I mean, that could possibly be it. But I think that that traumatic experience is what... That's... The, him going out of the window, like, is that thing. He was, betray- he, was, he was betrayed by the person that he loved and trusted implicitly, which was his father. Um, his mother, based on the shit we saw from that 80s flashback thing... It was a negligent, abusive a asshole. Weird, crazy, fucking... Nutcase woman. Which you have that in this season where, like, uh, Darlene goes to, uh, Elaine goes, Why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. And, and she you don't know why, and but. She won't talk to the mom. Yeah. So. Huh. Next week should be interesting. Oh, yeah. So, do you want to do, uh, App of the Week? Uh, and, uh, no, I want to talk about a few more things. Well, I will do them very quickly. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> I watch, uh, god damn it, I watch, uh, I'm going to no applause, um, I watch Another Period, right. which is a great show uh, by Rick Lindholm and uh, Natasha Leggero. Um, the few notes I want to have are on this one is that 
One, you have uh, Joss Whedon actually co-star as a massive uh, misogynist. Okay. Which, if you know Joss Whedon, he's totally the feminist. thing from that, yeah. Right. But, like, he plays a guy in a, um, what would you call that? Um, some kind of shop. Okay. Uh, and they just released condoms. That's how they say it in the show. <laughs> okay. But only men can buy condoms. Okay. For sex for pleasure. You can't sell them to a woman by any means. Why not? Because it's like 1901. Okay. Uh, and Joss Whedon plays one of those like clerks. Where he's like, you want to buy a condom? No. No woman can buy a condom. No woman can just have sex for pleasure. It must be for like, you know, children or marriage or whatever. Okay. Um, so having a Joss Whedon play a misogynist is ridiculous. Um, secondly, on the last episode, Ricky Lindholm joined a nunnery. Okay. Uh, after having a two-season-long incestuous uh, relationship with her brother. As you do. Ah, uh, like you do. In the 1900s. Um... And she feels like she needs to kill herself so that she can fuck her brother in heaven. Wow. Which leads to a musical interlude. Of course it does. Which is, I'll fuck you in heaven. Wow. Which you can tell is written by, like, Garfunkel notes. Like, it's... Kate Micucci is not on the show regularly, but, like... But she wrote the song. Yeah, like, she helped write. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then Harmon Quest. Oh my God! Like we're coming up on like. Okay. Harmon Quest is a great show. Okay. Speaking of, well, neither of them are on there. I've been watching Harmon Quest, which, effectively, if you haven't listened to Damn, I'm going to go into a slightly long conversation about it. Um. Dan Harmon, creator of Community, co-creator of uh, Rick and Morty, um, has a podcast called Harmon Town. Uh, part of it is a D&D, uh, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Okay. Um, he eventually thought of it, conceptualized, worked it out, um, that... He can make just a show out of the D&D campaign okay. uh, called Harmon Quest. And every episode there's a new guest star uh, incoming and outgoing every episode. Uh, they include Paul F. Tompkins, Aubrey Plaza, Chelsea Peretti's a great one. Um, who am I forgetting? Uh, Nathan Fillion, Matt Gorley from... Uh, can't think of the podcast. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, John Hodgman, I think I've talked about. Yep. Uh, off air. Uh, a great show. Um, basically, it's them playing D&D, but when you watch it on CISO, S-E-E-S-O.com, or possibly .net, um, it's about like one-third them and then, like, two-thirds animated. Okay. So you actually see the characters, yeah. and um, it's hilarious. It's, if you listen to Harmon Town, um, or if you've seen the documentary, it's Dan Harmon, his now wife, uh, Air McGathy, uh, the co-host to Harmon Town, uh, Jeff B. Davis, uh, Spencer Crittenden, I think is their game master. Okay. They say Game Master for, like, legal rights, but it's obviously Dungeon Master. Um, I've never laughed so hard. I'll check it out. Uh, I highly recommend it. Especially the episode where with John John Hodgman, or I'm sorry, Han Jodgman, as his D&D character is called, um, he has literally... 100 sandwiches, and Dan, Dan Herman calls him out for 
as opposed to figuratively, and then John Hodgman snort laughs. Now, bear in mind, this man went to Harvard. Right. And he snort laughs. Of course he does. So, He's it's, a Harvard boy. Uh, well, there's... He plays a weirdly like, Middle Eastern character. It's a slightly... I wouldn't say racist accent, it's, it's, but it's it's, it's, it's... it's vaguely... Yeah. It's racist. Uh, it's not... No, well, kind of. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. What else you got? Uh, that's it outside of... Okay, what's, uh, you got any red shirts? Nope. Okay. Um, the only one I have written down is that Felicity will have a new boyfriend next season in Arrow. Is it the Adam? No. Is it another science-based superhero? They, they didn't say. They just said short more. So I have a feeling Elicity is dead, thank God. Because that show needed to get rid of that whole aspect. Wow. Okay. Uh, and this will also be the last year of flashbacks in Arrow. Mm. Mm. And, mm. and Dolph Lundgren... Wait, what? Be, Dolph Lundgren is going to be one of the Russian bad guys in the flashbacks. <laughs> so the Punisher's a well the original Punisher the original actually the original the, the Punisher original Punisher yeah wow with that movie made in Australia I just remember him like doing the like uh, cauterizing a wound and yeah. then like the scream uh, coming out of the sewer mm-hmm. like that is the defining <clears throat> and then wasn't there like a wasn't there like a weird homeless guy who was a thespian He's like, happy hunting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We should end it on that one. So, uh, happy hunting, Doug. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!